welcome to Make Good, the podcast about yarn and knitting from Scratch Supply Co. We're recording today in downtown Lebanon, New Hampshire, and we're really excited to be here. I'm Karen. And I'm Jessica. And today, we're doing something a little bit different. Today, we are starting the first in a periodic series of episodes where we let you choose what we talk about for the week. And the first person that we are taking a topic from is Patreon supporter Juliet Nussbaum. And she asked us to speak about taking pictures of your hand knits. It's kind of hard to do. (laughs) First of all, thank you to Juliet and all of our Patreon supporters for helping us do this every week. And yeah, taking pictures of your hand knits is really hard. It feels like it's a lot harder than it should be. (laughs) Right. I know that I struggle with this. And it's one of the reasons that when I was regularly using Ravelry, no matter how much I was involved on the website, I never posted my projects because I struggled to take pictures of my projects when they were finished and make them look the way that I wanted them to. Yeah. And also was not in a place in my life where I was taking any selfies for many, many years. It hadn't even occurred to me to do something like that in early days of Ravelry project posting. So there's no evidence of me wearing many generations of things that I knit. (laughs) And those things don't even exist anymore. Right. I think a lot of us have a lot of feelings about taking pictures, not just of ourselves, but about these things that we've put so much effort into. Sure, you could lay them out on a table or on a bed or something and be like, here's my sweater. But you're going to look at that and be like, oh, that's not how I want to represent that sweater to the world. I want to put it on myself, but I don't know if I want to post a picture of myself. Like, it's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. And often when I just put a sweater on the floor, I take the picture and then I'm like, oh, look at that dog hair. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the whole world doesn't want to see this or like the 12 people who would see my picture that I post. So it can be a challenge, not even technically, but just like as a person, kind of hard to take pictures of these things that we love so much. All right, so that sort of introduces us to probably the first step. If you decide that you want to be taking pictures of yourself in your hand knits is prep your project, prep your knit. Yeah. So this is a good time to consider, do I do finish work on my hand knits? You work so hard to knit them. You've spent all sorts of time picking out your project and picking out your yarn. And maybe you get excited and you just wear them without weaving in or slash hiding all of your ends that are (laughs) maybe intentionally not woven in. Or you don't always block your knits. But if you want to take really nice pictures of them and show off your projects, blocking your knits is a great first step to getting them camera ready. Also, if it's a well-loved and often worn project, you might want to look to see if you need to shave it. (laughs) Yes. And this is just commentary specifically about sweater pilling, not shaving in general. (laughs) If you have like little pilling action in like your armpits and you want to pose with your arm up above your head, you might want to shed those before you do a close up of the detail in your color work or something. It's kind of funny because I feel like as cameras get better, this kind of stuff gets way trickier. The camera can see everything, increasingly everything. Which maybe brings us to the next thing, which is you should think about your lighting. Yeah, when you're taking pictures of anything, really, like a dark room with a flash is not your best case scenario. (laughs) So if you can find a place either outside or in a room near a window where you have some natural light, 
everything in the picture is going to look better, not just your nits. Like literally everything looks better in natural light than it does in artificial light. And if you're outdoors and you're taking pictures in natural light, the noon hour is not the friendliest or gentlest light to take photos in. A lot of times you'll hear photography people talk about golden hour, and it's like that late afternoon sunlight where it's not sunset yet, but the light is shifted. It's off in the west, and it's kind of golden and filtering, and everything looks sort of extra beautiful that time of day. If you can take pictures then, your nits are going to shine. And if you don't want to deal with any of that, you're in your house and you're like, whatever, I just want a picture, you just want your light to be in front of you. Don't be backlit. Yeah. That's kind of the key. Being backlit is tough. <laughs> then, you're, then you're like the anonymous person on a true crime television show <laughs> where you're just kind of a silhouette and you can't really tell what's going on in front of the camera. Yeah. Can I share another camera tip for you? Wipe off your camera lens. Oh. Like when I talk about cameras, for me, I'm talking about my phone. I use my phone to take pictures of everything. And sometimes... There is like pocket fuzz on my camera lens, or I have picked it up out of my pocket with my thumb, and there's a big thumbprint. That's an easy thing to forget about, but an easy thing to remedy. Make sure there's not a smudge. Yep. I think in the decades-long transition from standalone cameras to most of us doing most of our photography with our mobile device of some kind... You know, there used to be like lens caps and like, (laughs) you know, if a photographer got a piece of lint on their lens, it was a crisis. How do you get that off without smudging or scratching or whatever? We just throw that thing around now. It's (laughs) in the bottom of my project bag with some (laughs) (laughs) Cheez-Its. Don't get too hung up on your lighting. I think sometimes we can really overthink it. You want to take the picture. It's noon. You still want to take it now. Just take the picture. You want to take the picture and you're inside and it's kind of fluorescent? Take it anyway. There's filters and stuff. If you don't like the way it comes out, just take the picture. Oh, absolutely. We are not professional photographers. (laughs) And when I say we, I mean me and Karen, but also most of you. Right. And none of us should put our lives on hold and not share our hand knits with the community because we don't have access to a professional photographer. Like these are not editorial shots of our finished hand knits. And in the age of constant social media usage, I think it's really easy to be kind of fleeced by the glossiness and all of these beautiful images that we're constantly exposed to. But if you're following lots of people who are professionals in the fiber industry and not just your far-flung knitter friends, you're seeing staged and edited and professionally photographed hand knits all the time. And if yours aren't photographed that way, that is not a failing on your part. You are just like a regular person who has just as much right to space in our knitterly social media to share your projects. It doesn't need to look like it came out of a pattern photo shoot or the pages of Vogue knitting or something like that. Take your picture anyways and share it with the community. For me personally, as somebody who is not really a big fan of having pictures taken or seeing pictures of myself, this is a trick that is made much easier by us all using our mobile devices. Take a lot of pictures. It's not like you've got to head to the dark room and develop your film and see if anything (laughs) turned out. You can take as many photos as you want. And if they're all not right, 
just delete them. Who cares? Or don't let it clog up your storage (laughs) and then wonder why someday you can't take pictures. (laughs) Right. I actually know people who they feel kind of awkward with posing. And so what they do instead is they take a video and then they will screenshot a frame of the video or you could see their sweater well or whatever. Oh, that's interesting. I recently needed to have a picture taken. (laughs) Travis took a bunch of pictures for me in the shop. And if you flip through them fast enough, it was like a stop motion video of me like telling him, tell me to do something. Give me some direction. Yes. And I could think back to what I was saying as I was flipping through these photos. And a lot of them were unusable because I was being sassy. But also... (laughs) There were a couple of good ones in there, and you can't expect to take three pictures, particularly of modeled hand knits, and say, ah, well, I have three to choose from. None of these turned out. I guess I just can't do it. You have to take a ton of pictures, and it doesn't have to take a ton of time. Just take those pictures. You can use a little, like, burst function on your phone and get a whole mess of them at once. Yeah. Now, if you don't have someone to take pictures for you, Or you're like, I feel way too awkward panda about this and I'm just not doing it. Your phone can take a selfie. It's got a timer. I'm positive no matter what kind of phone you have has a camera, it's got a timer. Set it up somewhere and take a bunch of selfies. And then you don't have to have anyone else look at them with you and make your choices and either love them or delete them and take some more. And you can do this by yourself. Yes. And sometimes like having a friend do it can be helpful. Because sometimes they can tell you things like, I always struggle with what do you do with your hands in a picture? My usual answer is hold a dog. That doesn't always work if you're trying to show off the front of your sweater. (laughs) Yeah, because where do you hold the dog? Right. Maybe the person who is acting as your photographer has a suggestion for what to do with your hands. This is a process. You're going to figure it out together or by yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You can always crop your picture. You can't make more picture exist than you took. You can't embiggen it. (laughs) Right. So make sure that you're giving yourself space around your body in the frame of the picture. Yeah. It's nice to have detail shots, but if you want your whole sweater or your entire shawl held out wide and open, a way bigger picture can be helpful and you can decide which sections are relevant or where you caught the fire alarm on the wall behind you (laughs) or something like that. You've got a pile of dirty laundry at your feet and you forgot it was there. Either crop it out or show it off because this is not a professional photo (laughs) shoot. We all have dirty laundry in our house. Exactly. So you can always make it smaller, but you can't make it bigger. You can't plonk your head back on that picture. Sure could not. (laughs) (laughs) And you want to think about the location that you're setting yourself up in, too. That's true. Speaking of the dirty laundry that's probably in your house, if you are taking selfies of your hand knits... Lots of people take selfies in bathrooms, so we've all gotten used to seeing each other's bathrooms, but like if you're really trying to show off your hand knit in your bathroom mirror, you might want to Windex it. (laughs) And that's no judgment on the state of your bathroom. It's just that it's going to be more challenging to look at the lace panel on the front of your garment if there's toothpaste splatter or like steam or something on the bathroom (laughs) mirror. So being aware of that kind of thing in your house or like, I don't know, you've got a bunch of mail on the table next to you with your address on it. Just little things like that that you don't want the whole internet to see and is not really relevant to your hand knit. Maybe like scoot those out of the picture or find a way to crop them out before you share it with the rest of us. I just keep coming back to this idea that there's no real need to be especially good at this. Mm -hmm. You just need to feel good about it. 
that's like the best advice. Don't feel like you have to look into the camera if every picture that you're taking makes you feel like you're taking a school picture in like fourth grade. If you can put the laser background in your hand knit picture, I think you win selfies if you put the lasers. I think if you have access to the laser background, you use it every time. (laughs) (laughs) I would also say don't feel limited by where you can take these pictures. You want to go out to lunch with your friend at a coffee shop or something, and you happen to be wearing a sweater that you would like to share with the internet, hand your phone over to your friend and have them take a picture of you in the coffee shop or go to a bookstore or a park or a river or wherever you feel happy being and you feel like your hand knit will look good and you want to be in. Enjoy your space and it will make the whole picture taking process feel better and be more fun or exciting for you. And feel less like, uh, it's this thing I have to do and I don't know if it's going to turn out well and I'm just feeling complicated about it. Be happy. If you feel comfortable as you're taking the picture, you're going to look comfortable in the picture. And that's really the important thing. That and the dog. If you have a dog in your picture. I will never zoom in on somebody's face and be like, hmm. I will zoom in on a dog in a picture and be like, hmm. And your knit. We always want to see your hand knit. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, Juliet. It was kind of fun to have to think about taking pictures of our hand knits, especially as people who kind of struggle with taking pictures of our hand knits. I feel like we a little bit have an ulterior motive here. What's that? I want to see more people's finished projects. I want more people to feel comfortable posting the things that they finish Mm -hmm. because I want to see what the things that they finish and their dogs. Really, Karen's here for the dogs. (laughs) Well, Julia, I hope that was helpful to you and that you take lots of pictures of your hand knits and then tag us so we can see them. Maybe we've said something that was helpful to you, hopefully. I think that might be it for us this week. It sure is. You can listen to us anywhere you get your audio podcasts, maybe where you're listening right now. Rate and review us. It'll help other knitters find us. You can follow us on Instagram at MakeGoodPod and see all of our pictures of us and our finished objects. Big huge thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. You're amazing. You're incredible. You help us do this every single week without taking on advertisers. We want to know from you what we should talk about. You can visit our website, makegoodpod.com. Send us letters, dear Scratch, at scratchsupplyco.com, and we'll answer your questions on a future episode. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.